The Productive Woman, Episode 102. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Once again, thank you for joining me. In this episode, we'll talk about how we can help ourselves stop waiting and move forward. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 102. This episode is brought to you by my Productive Woman Mastermind Groups. These are small groups of women who are committed to making a life that matters and to supporting and encouraging each other toward accomplishing their goals. These groups meet weekly via video conference and share their goals, their wins, the struggles, and ideas for overcoming the obstacles that sometimes stand between us and the meaningfully productive lives we want. There are new groups starting in early September as as I'm recording this, and for the fall group only, the price will include a 30-minute one-on-one coaching call each month for any per- participant who wants it. But space is really limited. I only have a couple spaces left, so if you're interested, email me today at feedback at theproductivewoman.com for more information, or you can visit the uh, work with me page on the website. You can find that by going to theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. So let's, um, let's talk about waiting. You know, I call, I'm calling this episode, what are you waiting for? And it's something that's been on my mind for a while. And I kind of got inspired by a quote I saw on author Katie Gansert's Facebook page in mid-July and she she was saying this i'm i'm just going to read this because this is really what sparked the idea and got me thinking about this she says whenever i'm invited to speak at a women's event i usually pose the question what is your once then we all fall into that line of thinking you know once i get to that point once i accomplish that thing then life will be good once i get married once i have a baby etc but then that, and I'm kind of skipping over some of what she said, but then she says, once, you know, we have our once then, but then that thing happens and life is still hard. Sometimes, ironically, life gets even harder. What's up with that? I read that and I just really thought, you know, that is so, um, so interesting and so uh, thought provoking. We, we tend to do that, don't we? We wait and as I thought about it, there are really two kinds of waiting that came to my mind. One of them is waiting to do something, waiting to start a project, waiting to change our goal, our, our job, waiting, waiting to pursue that goal we had in mind or to do something about this, this thing that we've dreamed about. The other one is waiting for something to happen. There are so many things we wait for. Uh, instead of doing the things that that mean something to us, we wait for the right time, for the right circumstances. We wait for inspiration or motivation. We wait to be picked. We wait for permission. We wait to feel better. We wait to feel qualified, or we wait for a sign or outside confirmation. 
We wait to know more or for somebody else to do something or say something. We wait to try, to change, to do, to feel better. But there's really, the more I thought about this and as I was kind of trying to crystallize my thoughts for this episode, I realized it really, there's just one thing we're waiting for. In almost every case, it just boils down to us waiting to feel something. You know, we think, well, if this one hap- one thing happens, then I'm going to be ready to start my project. But what we're waiting for is to feel ready, to feel confident, to feel competent, to feel qualified, to feel something. And we think, whether consciously or not, we think that something else has to happen in order for us to feel those things. And so that's the waiting um, to start our job or our, you know, our task or project or whatever. We're waiting to feel ready and, and we're waiting for something to happen to us to bring that feeling that we need in order to, to think we're ready to start. And, and, and like Katie said in, in her, um, in that Facebook post that I mentioned, we tend to always be thinking, well, if this one thing happens, if this one thing changes, then I'll be ready, then I'll be happy, then I'll be you know, whatever, satisfied. If my husband changes, if I have a different job, if my kids would behave, or if my kids were older, if I was thin, if I get a book published, if I could find the one, all all those things, we, we all have something, or not, maybe not all of us, but, you know, a lot of us have that thing that we're thinking, I'll feel better, I'll be happier, I'll be ready. But the fact is, And, you know, this is something I'm learning both from uh, some coaching that I've been through and from um, some thinking I've been doing, books I've been reading. And I've come to realize that we're really as happy now as we're ever going to be because no matter what happens, what changes around us, it's what's going on in our head that's determining whether we feel ready, whether we feel happy, whether we feel qualified. Nothing is going to change that that happens on the outside. We had a conversation in one of the Productive Woman Mastermind groups um, where the woman who was kind of the focus person that week was thinking that she wanted to get a degree um, related to her job because she she feels like an imposter at work. And she said she had just been promoted, but she didn't have a college degree or she doesn't have it. And And yet she's training and hiring people who do. And she felt like, well, if I I, I think I need to go back to school and get a degree so that I will feel competent and not feel like I'm sort of in the wrong place or don't, don't deserve this promotion that I got. And, you know, we talked about that a bit and I, I shared with her what I'll share with you, um, that, you know, I have a law degree that I earned, cum laude from an Ivy League law school. And a lot of times, and don't tell my clients this, a lot of times I still don't feel qualified to be a lawyer. I've been practicing for 19 years now, and I have this degree that says I'm smart and, you know, I earned that degree. I worked hard for it and I earned it with honors, and yet I still don't feel qualified. And so, you know, my point for her and my point for for you to maybe think about is that that outside, that piece of paper is not going to change how you feel about your qualification. You'll be uh, excited about it. 
maybe in the beginning, but at the end of the day, you're still going to have to live with whatever it is you're feeling inside, whatever you're thinking that, uh, you know, that creates that imposter syndrome that we've talked about on a previous episode. So it's not something outside that's going to change whether we feel ready. And if we're waiting for that outside change, that outside event, that outside activity, uh, we're going to wait an awful long time, an awful long time. This is, this is something I have learned or am still learning. <laughs> there is nothing outside of us that will satisfy us. There's nothing outside of us that will make us feel qualified or ready to do that thing we dream of doing or good enough or simply enough. We have to find that in ourselves. We have to create that in ourselves by what we, how we think. You know, and so my question for you is if you're waiting for something to change so that you'll be ready to do that thing you've dreamed about, um, if, if that's holding up your productivity in the sense of accomplishing the things that, that you care about and making a life that matters, what do you need in order to feel like you've arrived there? What do you need in order to feel ready to start? What are you waiting for? I mean, I think this is really important that we understand that we control how we feel. You can control whether you feel ready by how you choose to think about yourself and your situation and your circumstances. And I say you, but I mean me too. I, it's, and I've talked about this before and it's something I've learned and I've, I've mentioned before, you know, the, uh, Brooke Castillo, the life coach that, uh, she has that great podcast and I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Um, but this is what she teaches and, and I've, you know, it, it's, it's sort of like circumstances sort of converged on me to kind of drive a point home for me at this late stage in my life. Uh, because it wasn't just Brooke, it, other books that I picked up and read and conversations that I had that I came to realize that it really is up to me to control how I feel. It is not my circumstances that are a problem for me. It is how I think about my circumstances. If I'm having... Um, you know, an issue with my husband, and I'm not, but I mean, to use an example, if uh, I'm not feeling loved, you know, by him, and again, I'm, this is an example, we're fine, and I'm, I, I feel very loved by him, but it's not what he does that creates that issue. It's how, what I think about what he does, and if I'm uh, when he does something, when I think about it, what I make it mean is going to make the, the difference in how I feel and whether I feel loved and cared for by him. And it's this, it's the same situation with anything that we are struggling with and waiting for, or any circumstance that we're in the middle of. And so for instance, this, um, this woman in the mastermind who was feeling unqualified or uh, like she didn't deserve the promotion that she'd gotten. And we talked about that. I, you know, I said for, for the, somebody who is your superior promoted you, you didn't just 
assume that job. You didn't, didn't just take it. So if somebody thinks you're qualified, regardless of the fact that you don't have a de- college degree, these are people presumably who are who outrank you, who've been doing it longer, who have an education and the experience to make a decision about who's qualified for this job, and they've made that determination, and yet internally you don't feel that like you do, like you earned it because you don't have that piece of paper. So it's not the lack of, of the diploma that makes her unqualified or makes her feel unqualified. It's how she, what she thinks that means, that she doesn't have that piece of paper. And it's, that's just another example of what I'm talking about. Um, Brooke Castillo talks on her podcast all the time about um, what, something she calls the model, that the results in our life come from the actions we take. And our actions are driven by our feelings, by our emotions, and our emotions are created by our thoughts. And so if we want to feel different, if we want to feel ready, if we want to feel qualified, if we want to feel uh, happy, we need to look at what we're thinking about and change what we think about to something that will create those feelings that we want, that will drive the actions that we need to take to get the results we want in our life. And that is a gross oversimplification of what uh, Brooke teaches. So with, I'll, I'll do apologies to Brooke for my oversimplifying it. The bottom line is that we don't have to wait for anything to happen or for anyone to do something. We don't have to wait to feel better or to start making progress toward the dreams we cherish or the life we want. We can choose to do that now. We can choose to think in a way that creates those, the feeling that we think we need in order to do those things that we want to do. So why stop waiting? Uh, there are a lot of reasons why we should not wait to do those things that we dream about to make the contribution that we want to make in the world. The first one that I thought of is that when we wait for other people to do something or say something, we're handing to them control of our life. You know, we're, we're standing on the sidelines instead of doing because we're letting somebody else decide whether it's time or whether we're ready. We should stop waiting because when we wait until later to do that thing we dream of, we're missing out on the joy of it today. We're postponing life. We should stop waiting because when we wait for something else to make us feel better or happier or more confident or whatever else, uh, you know, whatever it is we want to feel, we continue to suffer with unhappiness, uncertainty, or regret for the things we're not doing. Um, and we miss out on f- the fulfillment and the joy of doing those things right now. We should stop waiting because when we wait, we are sitting on the sidelines withholding our contribution and the world is missing out on the contribution that only we can make. Every one of us has a unique and worthwhile contribution to make to the world around us. And we've talked about this before, that in some cases it's um, some... You know, some of us are going to make a contribution on a national or international scale, but in some of us, it's going to be a contribution to the people in our house. Either way, 
each one of us has a unique contribution to make. And unless we do it, unless we start, um, the, the people around us are going to miss out on that contribution that we can make. And I think most important, we should stop waiting because time is finite and tomorrow is not guaranteed. I read an article on Huffington Post that I just, it made me tear up and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, but I wanted to, I wanted to quote a little bit of this because this really made me stop and sit back and think about um, some of the decisions I'm making or not making for my own life. And so this is, this is part of what this article says. Um, the writer says, now don't get me wrong, having things to look forward to and be excited about is great, but at the same time, we're missing being fully present in this moment right now. At the same time, we also put off doing the things that we love because we figure we have plenty of time. And she lists a bunch of things, you know, I'll go swimming when I've lost the weight. I'll start exercising next week. I'll start writing my book when I have more time, when I retire or when the holidays come, or I'll eat healthier when summer comes, or we'll go to Paris when the kids leave home or graduate or when we retire. But here's the thing, and and I'm still quoting this article, here's the thing, we are missing out. We're missing out on truly living our lives. We assume that we have all the time in the world, that we'll wake up tomorrow and still have plenty of time. We think that there will be some mythical perfect time to start what we want to do and that tomorrow is always guaranteed because it has been up until now. But here's your wake-up call. Nothing is guaranteed. And I, I just thought that was such a good reminder. I, I was so glad that I happened across that article because it just is so... It's so true. And maybe it's because I'm getting to be a little older and, you know, I look around and, uh, you know, I lost my father a few years ago. My, my uh, mother-in-law, my, my husband's mother died very unexpectedly and very suddenly. And, you know, you start to realize the, the missed opportunities once you know, people are gone and you, you, and I, I'm not trying to be morbid here, but it's really, those kinds of things are a wake up call that tomorrow is not guaranteed. And that thing you're waiting to do, that thing you've dreamed about and maybe talked about, maybe you've journaled about it, or maybe you've just thought about it in your, you know, when you, your quiet moments, when you're driving or washing the dishes or, or, you know, that, that you never talk to anybody about, but it just keeps coming back to you and you think, all right, I'll, I'll do it later. I'm going to do it someday. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next year. And you're missing the chance to live that now. All the things that, that I've just said, you're, you're depriving the world of the contribution that could be made and the difference you could make in the lives of other people. And you may think that the thing you're dreaming of isn't going to have an impact on the world around you. But the fact is that when you are um, not doing the things you dream about, when you're, when you're waiting and you're, you're withholding a part of yourself, you're not fully yourself. You're not your best self for the people that you care about. There's a piece of yourself missing when you're not 
um, taking those steps. And if you think you can do it later, later may not be there. Why not do it now? Why not start now? And so that's, you know, as I thought about, um, I don't know, what, what can we do instead of waiting? Because, you know, this is not to be too focused on myself, but this has really been a relevant thing to me and something really on my mind. So many things that I've put off uh, for all the reasons that I've talked about, you know, so far in this episode and for other reasons, fear and and the the things that we've talked about in the, in, in past episodes, the, the things that I've missed out on that I've waited for. And, um, you know, time is passing and I've missed some opportunities that I can't get back. And I don't want that for you. I want you to pursue those things that matter. I want you to live fully the life um, that you dream of. And that doesn't rely on other people doing something. It relies on you starting, taking that step now, making a decision that you're not going to wait on circumstances to be perfect, but just get started. So what can we do instead of waiting? First thing that came to mind is just start. Start right now. Take one small step right now. I mean, turn off this podcast and, and, and do something right now. One small step toward your future. Uh, maybe check out uh, episode 74 we talked. Uh, it was called Just Start. And, and you might find some ideas there on how to get past the resistance, whether it's internal or external, and get started on that thing you're dreaming about. Another thing is to decide right now to be in charge of how you feel. Instead of letting circumstances or other people dictate your feelings, choose to manage your thoughts. And I know it's easier said than done. It's work to corral your thinking, to be aware of what it is you're thinking that's making you feel the way you do. Um, But do that work. Make that choice that how you feel and whether you feel competent or ready or happy or whatever it is you need in order to move forward, you can, you don't have to wait on somebody else for that either. You can decide to do the work internally, um, to manage your thoughts and, and create the mental space to do the things, to feel the way you need to feel and do the things you need to do. A starting point for that is to be grateful And we've talked about that before. I I feel sometimes like maybe I'm a little bit of a broken record, but maybe I just need to remind myself to be grateful for what we have while working for what we hope for. I love the assignment that Brooke uh, Castillo gives on her podcast. She's talked about it a couple of different things, uh, different times, and there's different versions of this. But here's an assignment for you. Make a list of 20 things that you want. They can be big or small, tangible or intangible. It doesn't matter. But here's the rule. Every other item on the list has to be something you already have. So for me, I want to have a podcast and I have one. I also want to go to Paris in the next year or two. Um, I want to be married to a man who loves me and um, who thinks of me and and supports me in the the things that I want to do. And I am married to a guy like that. 
you know, um, I want to have some ice cream for dinner and I'm or not for dinner after dinner. And I'm going to, cause I have some in the freezer, you know? So those are just some examples. They, but, but think the idea is to learn to want the things you have and to recognize the things that you have that are worth wanting for you. Uh, so that might be a, something for you to do. If you, uh, if you listen to the last episode where we talked about bullet journaling, maybe, and, and if you do bullet journaling, maybe that's a good collection for you to have, uh, open a new page and start that list of 20 things that you want, half of which you already have. Um, another thing that we can do instead of waiting is, um, to, and, and this goes to controlling our thinking and, and managing our thoughts. Back in episode 68, uh, which was the lies we tell ourselves, there are some great ways to counter those voices in our head that uh, tell us we're not ready, that tell us we can't do it, that, you know, all those kind of lies that we persuade ourselves to wait with. Some of those things were to remind yourself daily of the truth that you have or you can get whatever it takes to accomplish the things that matter to you. Uh, if you need skills to accomplish that, maybe you don't have those yet, but you can get those. You can take a class. You can find a mentor to work with. You can, um, you know, Google it uh, and, you know, find someone who will teach you. But you can, the things that you don't have that you need to, to do the thing you want to do, you can get those things and remind yourself of that. Find um, inspiring and encouraging quotes to keep yourself motivated to control, to get your mind focused on positive thoughts and positive thinking. Surround yourself with people who build you up. Distance yourself from those who discourage you and surround yourself with supportive people who, who help you think positively about what, who you are and what you can do. Read books that encourage you. Uh, I'm currently reading Brene Brown's book, Rising Strong, which is all about bouncing back from failure. And what I love about that book is it encourages me and reminds me that we can do that. We can bounce back from failure. And, 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 and you know, talking about controlling our thinking or managing our thoughts, learning to think of failure as not fatal, but failure is evidence that I tried. I don't like failure. I especially don't like to fail at something in front of other people. Uh, and it's something I've struggled with my whole life um, that I don't want people to see me do something badly. And as I've talked about in the past, it almost kept me from launching this podcast, which has become one of the great joys of my life to be able to talk with you, to hear back from you and to to build this community with you. And so learning to be okay with failure for me starts with thinking about it instead of it, a, a failure being something that's humiliating. It's simply proof that I tried something. Um, and so that's something you can do, you know, to counteract that voice in your head, read those kind of books. And like I said, Brene Brown's book, Rising Strong is good. Her, you know, various books are awesome. Finally, do the things, whatever it takes, to turn your your thinking away from discouragement and instead to focus on the possibilities. Focus on what's good about you, what you have to offer. 
believe, learn to believe that you have what it takes to do that thing you dream about and you don't need to wait until tomorrow or next week or when the kids leave home or whatever it is you're waiting for. Um, stop waiting, believe in yourself and go for it. So those are my thoughts on, uh, on waiting. This is really, I've had a hard time kind of organizing how to, how to talk about what's, this is just really deep in my heart these days for myself and for you. I get a lot of feedback. Um, I get feedback from different listeners who are struggling with things that they want to accomplish and they don't know how to get started. And we're, like I said, we're waiting for permission. Well, give yourself permission. Or if you need it to come from somebody, I'll offer it. I, I give you permission to go for it, to do that thing, to take that step and to start today. So, you know, those are my thoughts. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to hear your feedback on, on this topic. Is there something you've been waiting for that you are ready to take a step on? Share that with me. There are, as always, a lot of different ways that you can share your ideas. If you want to do it publicly, you can share your questions or thoughts in the comments section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 102. Or you can post a comment or a question on our Facebook page or in the new Facebook group, which I'll talk about again in a minute. But if you're not already in the uh, private Facebook group for the Productive Woman community, I would love to have you there. Um, you can, th- this is a place, it's a small group. I've just started it, but we're already, you know, adding new members every day, multiple members every day. And there are some fun conversations going on there because it's a place where we can ask each other questions, share information, insights, encourage each other, basically talk about all the things we talk about on this show, but instead of it just being me talking, um, it's a conversation going on. I'd love it if you'd find that group on Facebook. It's, it's called the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. Um, just search for that and click the join button and I'll, I'll uh, let you into the, this is a private group. Nobody can see what we're talking about except those of us in the group. And I would love to see you there. That's a great place to ask questions or give me your thoughts on this topic we've talked about here. If you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at the And I, you know, I answer every email. It's been a crazy busy time for me with uh, things going on at the office and stuff. And so sometimes it may take me a day or two to get back to you. I try to respond right away, but, but believe me, I will read every email and I'll respond. Uh, a couple of things. If you enjoy the show, as always, I'd love it if you'd help me grow the community. You can share the podcast a couple of different ways. Tell a friend, uh, if there's an episode you particularly like, there are social sharing buttons uh, in the show notes for every episode, even the old ones, that you can just click on one button and share uh, that right to your own social network. So Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, all those different things, they're all right there. Uh, and uh, if uh, I would especially like it if you'd consider leaving a review in iTunes, um, because that helps. I, I love the feedback. It helps me, but sharing a, a review in iTunes also helps other people find the show. 
And I want to give a special thank you to a couple people who've left reviews lately. Um, Ilaria Barr from Sweden left a really nice review in iTunes and said, uh, she says, among other things, this podcast is a perfect blending between hard facts about productivity, like book and tool tips, and reflections on the human side of productivity, like empowerment, well-being, and resilience. Um, and so I, I just love this. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ilaria. Uh, and another great review, a, a kind five-star rating and a nice review from Chemist in Utah, so from the United States. Um, she said, I think it's a she, uh, Laura always has a great show with tips on how to help you keep your sanity while life just keeps on moving. Um, and, uh, she said, she, she says, I think there's always something to learn when I listen to this podcast. Keep up the great work, Laura. Well, thank you, chemist in Utah. I intend to do so. I really appreciate your kind words. I also want to say thank you to Nicole, who um, gave me a shout out on Twitter. She said, thanks for all the hard work on The Productive Woman. It's awesome. And it's the first podcast I really like. Love from Brazil. So thank you, Nicole from Brazil. I I appreciate that very much. Uh, Last little note, if you are looking for encouragement, motivation, accountability in achieving your goals and moving forward in a life that matters, do consider joining the next session of the Productive Woman Mastermind Groups. As I said before, groups are forming now. I think you will find them worth the investment. Uh, But spaces are very limited. I only have a couple spaces left. Um, so if you're interested, email me today at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or visit the work with me page at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. And a special note to listeners in the Asia Pacific re- region. So if you're in Australia, New Zealand, that area, at the request from a listener um, who, who lives in Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, I'm working with her to put together a group that, uh, that will meet at a time that works for that time zone because you're 17 hours ahead of where I am here in Dallas, Texas. And so uh, she's trying to help. She's asking around and trying to get a group of women. We just need three or four uh, who would, who, for whom that time zone would work. And so if you're in the Asia Pacific area, if you're in New Zealand, if you're Australia, anywhere around there, and you're interested in being part of a special uh, mastermind group for that, um, for that region, for that time zone, let me know right away. Uh, email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or jump into the community Facebook group and find Joliet's post about it there and leave a comment and just let her know. That would encourage her because she really wants to be part of a group, but because of the time zones difference, we, we have to kind of do something special. So that's it, I think, for this episode of The Productive Woman. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I I hope you found it helpful. Um, I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.com.